Is society regressing back to the tribal stage? That's what I want to talk about on this End Times update. I'm an optimist, but I still worry we're in a period of tribulation, a spiritual cleansing of sorts. Not unlike what happened when Hurricane Ian blew through my neighborhood a month ago, taking every dead thing not tied to the ground with it. Nature has a way of sifting out what it doesn't need and cutting back and getting rid of the waste, whether it be the California underbrush or a Bangladesh riverbank. Sooner or later, people get caught up in it. Nature is no respecter of persons or central planning. One wonders, however, if it is grand karma playing itself out when large numbers of people die at once. Did they deserve it? Or were they a sacrifice in order to accomplish the mission of cleaning up humanity with a periodic cataclysm? No one really knows. Paul Simon said it best. God makes his plans. The information is unavailable to the mortal man. We're slip sliding away. Perhaps our destruction in mass will come in the form of an asteroid on February 13th in the year 2029, Apophis. Or perhaps it will be a more dangerous pandemic. A real one, really, because scientists right now, all the world, you know, there are eight different scientific laboratories around the world who took it upon themselves to create a more dangerous path pathogen of the COVID virus. They took the Omicron and made it stronger. Why? Why were they busying themselves trying to make COVID-19 more powerful just to see if they can do it? What kind of society does that, especially with what we've just gone through? Or perhaps it'll be Rob Reiner's vision of a Republican firing squad against all liberals in the United States. Who knows? Maybe that's the future. All I know is that right now there are about a thousand or so people that, or more, that are going to be uh, congregating at a Christian cross in southern Illinois when there's an eclipse on April 8th, 2024. It'll be seven years to the date of the previous solar eclipse. Remember that one? The one that went, it started in Newport, Oregon and went all the way south. It was sort of a uh, northwest to southeast uh, path. This one's going to go in the opposite direction. They will crisscross at the same site of a large white cross. These are one of those coincidences of a biblical order, aren't you? Don't you think? Also coinciding with this, it's not far from the very spot where the Shawnee prophet Tenska Watawa warned of the impending doom of the white man. That's conspiracy stuff, but it's interesting, isn't it? Interesting because it it focuses on the current day. The last seven years have been nothing short of a tribulation, really, of biblical proportions, even to the idea, which is still boggles my mind, that most of the country were forced to take a vaccine that has a Luciferian prion or some form of material that is actually named Luciferian. Is that not the strangest thing? I mean, that's enough to make me lose sleep at night. You know, people are looking for signs and they're having dreams all over the planet. I heard a man on the radio the other day 
a religious man, saying that he's hearing from Jews all over the world and they're, they're having dreams of Jesus. Isn't that strange? What could that mean? You know, the question is, will we survive long enough to see whatever is coming? Uh, or will society collapse by then because our own ignorance and self-deceit of this age? This is the age of lies. A cacophony of events all seem to be converging at once. We have a NATO battle, a NATO battle going on with a very nervous Russian president who seems hell-bent on protecting his territorial integrity, even if it means starting World War III. We have a looming energy crisis as well as global food crises emerging all over the place because of the war. And getting worse by the day, billions could starve in the next two years, depending on the severity of the war and its effects on supply chain. We also have an emergency, or I'm sorry, we have an emerging China dictator who has made it clear that he wants his country to be the primary power center and seems to stop at nothing to get there, including a possible and likely invasion of Taiwan, which would give China control over the world's microprocessors, those chips that make all of our computers and cars work. And this is coming from a country who's run by a government that is willing to unleash a global virus to bring about a great reset, which is what they did. I would expect nothing less from Xi Jinping than global warfare on many different levels, some of which are occurring even now. There's surveillance warfare that's going on. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Meanwhile, Western governments, through a kind of twisted logic, almost as if they're on hallucinogenics, are willing to bring civilization to a halt just to say they can reduce carbon output in order to, get this, lower the global temperature by 1.5 degrees Celsius. Why? Because their models, their computer models, tell them that glaciers will melt if we don't and we'll all die in a flood or another weather disaster. So for this, Europe will freeze this winter because they are on short supply of energy. By the way, the same energy that our own president vowed to seal off, even to the detriment of his own country, where in just over two weeks we will be short of the most crucial fossil fuel we have, which is diesel. Planes, boats, cars, trucks, factories, things that build windmills will be in such short supply there will likely be hoarders and riots. Because soon after this shortage, thousands of people by the day will be slipping into poverty. You know, Biden might actually earn the grand nickname, the poverty president, when his uh, term finally comes to an end in a couple of years. That's if he can make it that long. One more caveat here is the growing tyranny around us. People are being censored, canceled, coerced, into mass formation psychosis, a form of mental imprisonment where you are not even allowed to think dissent from the government-approved message, which could be related to climate change, vaccines, or even how to address a transsexual. Five years ago, when I spoke out against trans transgenderism, I, I, I warned my radio audience, you see where this is going. Soon parents will lose their kids 
because the government will step in to protect them from parents who refuse to believe that their little son Johnny is really their little daughter Lucy. Conversion therapy, the act of trying to save your child from the clutches of the DIA, that's the DIA cult, diversity, inclusion, and uh, now affirmation. Conversion therapy is illegal. Yeah, it started with a case in New Jersey where a therapist lost his license because he was trying to treat a patient who believed that he was gay and wanted the therapist to cure him. Well, this case caught the ire of the LGBTQ police, and then they proceeded to lobby New York State government elected officials to introduce legislation that would force psychiatrics, or I'm sorry, psychiatrists and clergy to affirm patients who suffer from gender or sexual dysphoria that up to a decade ago were considered medical uh, issues. This set precedent and is now the accepted position even for the American Psych Psychiatric Association and the, the Director of Health and Human Services who happens to be a trans male who, is, uh, who believes she's female or she uh, relates to the female gender. That's her gender identity. And she's running the healthcare system in the United States. In my view, society is endorsing mental illness and celebrating it. And it's a clear sign of a lowered morality in supposed enlightened society. Inculcating children to diversity, inclusion, and affirmation is something straight out of Brave New World. Only it's not fiction, it's real. One wonders what this generation will be like in 30 or 40 years. Perhaps in and of itself, these positions won't destro destroy humanity or bring the world to a calamitous end, but they, they seem to indicate a real breakdown in society. Nevertheless, marriage down in the U.S., historic lows, people waiting longer to marry, childbearing is lower, which means families are less of a priority than in previous generations. Abortion is about to be granted a universal right status. All of this portends to a societal breakdown because family is at the core of society. All of their great lessons are learned in the family and in the home. So when even the idea of home and family no longer hold value or merit, something else fills in that, that void. Social groups form and become communal, tribal, and tribes typically do not conform to base standards which, which would uh, support a true representative style of governance, which is what we have right now. Like it or not, the American experiment of representative government worked. Borrowed from the Roman and Greeks, it has proved the quality of living, not just for Americans, for, but for the entire world. The highest quality of living in 2,000 years. All of this is under attack. From all sides, globalists, activists, members of the corporatocracy, including including the deep state of the United States and Europe who want to centralize power, just like the CCP. All, uh, you know, one of the reasons that Africa still languishes today, people don't think or talk about this, but if you look at the news in Africa, you can see that being the largest continent and, and I think most populated, 
Uh, it's because of the tribal order that still persists. Every 50 miles, you have a new tribe with new rules and ordered practices. It's, it's, it's hard to develop a national identity under these circumstances. And it makes it extremely difficult to develop a government free of corruption. The African landscape is littered with third-generation despots, rival warlords, and corrupt politicians who serve their own needs before they get around to serving the public. Africa is also the whore to the rest of the world and has been for centuries. It's become a battleground, really, supported by multiple sides, multiple actors. Mexico, Central America are devolving back into the tribal state because of cartel activity. These rich, powerful drug cartels hold enormous power. Mexicans, Mexico's government, corrupt. Uh, it is firmly divided the, the country of Mexico into turfs controlled by the presiding drug king in each territory. And of course, all of this pretends to a retrogressing of the global order, each force fighting for its own slice of the pie and going to extremes to own it. Under these circumstances, it is not hard to fathom things getting more contentious to the point where, as the Bible tells us regarding the end times, quote, people will be praying to God for the mountains to crush them, to ease them of their suffering. And so our podcast is updated twice a week. We give you the latest information on what's happening. Again, in times, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter or Getter, it's Real Jim Watkins One at Real Jim Watkins One. And of course, you could check out our website, which is intimes.report. Intimes.report. I hope you'll continue to share and follow this podcast. We're just getting started. See you next time.